Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's the podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and say, oh, thank God for that. It's not just me. And I can speak to you and say, it is not just you. It is also me. Be careful out there, people. Uh, first frost, I think it's first frost certainly of this winter. And I stepped outside onto the decking and slid uh, grazing my forearm down the corner of a brick wall outside. I'm telling you now, it's painful. But on the plus side, we have got loads of dressings thanks to our dogs continuously cutting their paws, or at least they have a quarterly paw injury. There is a podcast episode on that. Um, Once quarter, one of the dogs likes to run in a field and cut his or her paw on the flint. So nothing too serious, no stitches required, but it stings like a bitch. Went through a couple of layers of skin. Uh, And then I was telling my neighbour, because I was popping outside to give her some milk, and she said she fell out the loft hatch. I mean, that is, do you remember um, public information films or public service films? There were loads in the 70s and 80s, loads. There was the classic girl uh, burns her fingers on a sparkler. That was terrifying. So always shown, of course, around fireworks night. Um, There was the boy whose frisbee got stuck at a, a Oh, in a power station. Boy, his frisbee goes into a power station. He gets electrocuted and dies. There's another, I think it's a boy whose kite flies into some power lines. Um, bad news for him. And there were ones that were issued before I was born, because I don't remember seeing these, but I have seen them online. There is, I think it's lady slips on a rug in the hallway. Pre, this is pre-people having, um, you know, Rug mats, I guess. Um, We've got one that goes underneath our hallway rug, which is um, magic. But when you take it up, we had to replace it once because, you know, dogs. Um, Oh, it's just grim. It's like a big, sticky mass of, I don't know, dirt and whatever else had gone through the rug and onto the uh, rug securing sticky thing and then your floor is left permanently sticky so now we will always 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 have a rug in that place um so yeah be careful on your hallway rugs and i reckon i'm having a guess that there was one about ladders gotta be one about ladders and probably one involving a loft hatch and i remember um we've got <laughs> excuse me showing off alarm we've got a ladder inside our loft that you use a little hook to pull it out. It's not on the inside of the loft hatch. You know, we're not that posh. Um, And the loft hatch is not that big. But we used to just have this tiny loft hatch from when people were very little. And you used to have to get a stepladder to get yourself in there. And I always did the thing that you are not supposed to do which is stand on the very top because that's only for resting paint tins on if you're painting decorator but you should stand on that and like use my upper body strength like I was um, a gymnast on the parallel bars used to haul myself up and do my loftness and then you'd have to gingerly 
position yourself down so that you can climb down. So, um, and I have done that in slippers, which is basically like, if I had fallen and broken my neck, it would have been like the Darwin Awards. You know, I would have deserved to have had an accident climbing in a loft on a stepladder in slippers. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, don't do that anymore. But I was inspired by my neighbour who is OK. She's OK. Uh, but I thought, well, I said to the kids I would get the decorations and the tree out of the loft. And I liked something that I saw on Twitter, which said you can tell the age of an artificial tree by the number of um, bits of sellotape around the box. <laughs> and I'll put a picture of mine on my socials. Um, it's bursting out of the box. I really need to do what someone else said, which is, you know, you've had a tree a long time when it is in some seriously heavy duty bin liners. Um, so yeah, I thought I'll go and get, I'll go and get the stuff out the loft, which I did. And despite the fact that I've got a, a loft ladder that's attached to the inside of the loft uh, and therefore should not fail me. Um, I still managed to bang my head going back up to go up and turn off the light that's inside the loft hatch because you can't switch it off from the outside, which is probably a good thing because you wouldn't want someone switching off the light in the loft while you're up there, leaving you to fall at will. So, um, yeah, the tree is down and we're going to release it from its box during this week found some wrapping paper up there happy with that because uh, we always buy too much and i don't know that saves me a trip to wh smith wh smith always always distresses me what have they done to that shop it used to be the best the best the very best for buying stationery and books well now it is the very worst for self-service checkouts that try and sell you Terry's chocolate oranges. So, uh, yeah, don't have to go there this year. That's good news. Um, the only other thing that's happening today, something that I thought about actually, is letting go of chasing perfection. So I'm giving a talk today to a group of women on a programme at a large organisation, uh, sharing my career story and something that sprung to mind was how much I have throughout my life wanted to control things. So controlling, I guess. Or, yeah, no, I think that's probably the right term, wanting things to be perfect. So freaking out if something wasn't quite right, feeling upset when my house was a mess. So growing up, the house was really dirty, messy, and I used to always try and sort of, you know, clean it up. Um, and then I was picked on a lot for my appearance. So I always thought, well, how can I make myself look in a way where I'm not going to be picked on? Um, and then I always wanted people to like me and you cannot control that. And so I would try so hard to make people, encourage people to like me. And then when they didn't, I'd be devastated, absolutely devastated. Um, and that continued throughout my life in a in many, many ways and still pops up every now and then when it's, oh, I want this to be perfect and just so, or that to be just right. Um, and then beating yourself up if anything sort of deviates from that. But you can't control how these things go. I couldn't control that I was going to slip over this morning. I mean, I could have taken steps to prevent it. Um, 
we could have salted the decking overnight, put some grit down. I could have not used the indoor outdoor shoes that everybody in the family uses. Um, and I know I'm not alone in that. I know lots of families that have a pair of shoes that everybody takes it in turns to use to go in and out the house. Um, so yeah, inappropriate footwear. Um, I don't know, not leaning towards the wall as I fell, but none of these things in the moment could have been controlled. I just have to be okay with that and be glad that I had dressings available to <laughs> to cover the wound. I mean, it's not that bad, but sufficient enough that I wanted to show every member of my family. Ow, ow, ow. So what I hope you, I hope you do not have a fall, a trip, a slip. Don't injure yourself. Be careful out there. Um, and that will do for today. Thank you for being here for the podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please give it a share. We're getting towards the end. I think there's only hmm, 20 episodes left, if that. So if you've been here the whole time, thank you very much. And if you haven't, go listen to some previous episodes. But I will be back with you tomorrow. <laughs>